0: Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity, and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive, turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Kelly Roach Show. Today, we are talking about Three key business conditions you need to create in your company to sustain multi-million dollar scale. So we hear this word scaling thrown around so much in the online space, and there is a huge fundamental misunderstanding of what it actually takes to scale. And what's so interesting is that in the internet marketing space, all focus is on the front end of the business and everything that you learn and everything that is being kind of pushed to market is about client acquisition. And as we talked about recently on the show, we talked about breaking into the multi-millions and how you go from a seven-figure business to multi-seven to eight. And we were talking about the distinction in the skills that you need to possess as a CEO and leader in order to cross that threshold. And today's conversation is really a continuation of that because it is so important in order to create a multiple seven or eight figure business that you actually understand how to create sustainable scale. A lot of companies are able to burst into The next level of their business they break through the million dollar mark or they they have a quick stint in the multi millions or maybe they even brush up uh, and hit eight figures or get close to it but they can't sustain it and the reason that that happens usually is that the back end of the business is not prepared to sustain growth if you listen to the conversations that I have often around habits, I talk about the fact that when you are trying to build a new habit, you have to create an environment in which that habit can thrive. Very much like if you think about plants or you know, if you wanna grow fruits and vegetables or whatever the case, even a child, right? You have to create an environment in which they can thrive. Well, scale in your business is exactly the same. In order to sustain scale, And to keep growing over a period of years, you have to be able to create an environment in your organization that will allow for scale to live. And so, what I'm not talking about here is a big burst of quick growth because market conditions are easy. What I'm talking about is year over year sustainable, scalable growth in which you can take an organization from a million to two million to five million to 10 million and beyond. And this is what I did in my corporate career going from one staff member, one branch to 17. I developed systems for scale with the team and I built replicable processes specifically around, yes, sales and marketing, but even more importantly, the retention of customers and the back-end servicing of customers to actually expand market share within those customers. And we've mentioned on the show, I've mentioned on the show several times recently that when the economy is contracting, the way that you're going to grow is by scooping up market share, which is why your ability to grow in a down economy yes a piece of that is going to be on your sales and your marketing but also a very large part of that is going to come down to retention renewals, upsells reactivations which all fall on the back end of the business I talk a lot about forexing staff and and getting your staff profitable and productive and that's a journey with a lot of ups and downs and you go through seasons where you know your your staff, is a very high percentage of your revenue. And then ultimately you wanna get that number back down into the 30% range, including paying yourself. And you do that by creating a healthy system in your company where the dollars are coming in through all different positions in the company because of where they organically brush up against the market or the client or whatever the case, okay? So I want to talk today about the three things that will create conditions in your company to break through to the multi-millions, sustain it, and then turn it into a foundation to scale even further from there. And so the first one is narrowing your client acceptance criteria. When we first start our businesses, we are excited, ecstatic, um, we feel urgent. About acquiring as many customers as we can as fast as we possibly can. And in the beginning, you kind of need to be that way in order to get the momentum and velocity that you need in your business to create that growth that you want, right? But it's really, really important that as you are now achieving scale, where you're looking to create efficiencies is in your ability to get your customers to success and then keep your customers, get them to stay, get them to refer, get them to up-level. And this comes down to a joint focus between the service delivery, the SOPs, the leadership and the structure of how you serve your clients, that's 50% of it. But the other 50% is dialing in your avatar. And what happens in a lot of businesses is as you scale, the undesirables that make it into your programs end up creating massive amounts of workload, distraction, internal conflict, frustration. They burn out your staff. And so, just like making a bad hire in your company and allowing them to stay is going to cost your company hundreds of thousands of dollars, allowing a bad client to stay does exactly the same. And when I say bad client, I'm not saying that that's a bad person. I'm not saying that they're necessarily a troublemaker. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is that every business and every program has an ideal customer that is going to thrive in that environment. There's an ideal customer for every program, for every product, for every service, that when the right person is plugged into the right system, they are going to thrive, they are going to be uh, happy, they are going to be 10 out of 10 motivated. Uh, it, it, there's there's all these conditions, right, that are going to allow you to create the efficiencies of scale that you need in order to sustain rapid growth. And the biggest efficiency of all is you protecting your team's time. It's you protecting your team's time and you are included in your team, right? It's protecting your time and it's protecting their time. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, you get hyper, hyper vigilant about who you're letting in your world you get really clear on exactly who is gonna thrive in this environment and be able to follow the natural flow and the natural order of the progression of how the product program or service is intended to work. And the more that you dial in that perfect client that is a perfect match for the way that you deliver and what you deliver and the outcome that you can help them to create, the less red lights you're gonna hit In the service delivery, which distracts the team and creates constant U turns instead of green lights for growth. Okay. So, the number one thing is get really, really clear on how you have to change your application process, your assessment of someone before they come into your environment. The way that you're making the match is going to be one of the most important things that allows you to create scalable growth because. Every moment that your team is spending constantly doing turnarounds and triages and doing a mindset reset and, you know, constantly babysitting people that they're just never going to be the person, it's not who they are, all that does is it inhibits your ability to grow. Because now that one client is taking the time and the energy from your service delivery of. Two, three, five, seven clients. Okay, I I had one time ever, one time ever, that I allowed someone into my Legacy Leaders program that was a little slight bit off, just a little slight bit. But we all talked about it, and we thought, no, you know, they're they're ready, they're committed, they're invested, uh, they seem like they're going to do the work, you know, so on and so forth. Well, that one person, don't you know? Then that one mistake that I made one time in seven years of running the program, I let one wrong person in and that one wrong person that I let in, I paid for that. It cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars in team time, distraction, so much energy. And that was all it took, right? I will never make that mistake again, never. And so I broke my own rule and that that's why it is so important. And that program is our highest tier, it's so it's our most profitable program, it's our most efficient to do the service delivery on, and it requires the least amount of team time. And so being so hyper-vigilant about protecting yourself and protecting your team is going to be a complete game changer in your ability to drive scalable growth. Most business owners think that they have to work longer hours and add more complexity to their business in order to achieve seven or eight figures online. Well, after achieving eight figure success and helping others to do the same, I'm here to tell you, It's not about complexity. It's certainly not about algorithms or fancy funnels that don't convert. In fact, there are simple strategies focused on human connection and really showing up, serving, teaching, and making a difference for people that can help you to make big leaps in your business with just one simple strategy. So if you wanna learn the key thing that my clients have used over and over again to produce six and seven figure leaps in their business, to cross the threshold of seven and even eight figures, click the link and come join me for the free workshop I have coming up. It's time to take back your time, enjoy some freedom, and finally step into the empowered and fulfilled CEO that you're meant to be. Click the link and I'll see you inside. Remember that the only way that you can scale over time is when your churn on the back end is low enough that your sales on the front end are driving profitable growth. And so people think that scale is all about sales, and it's not. It's not. Yes, sales plays a role because if you're not making the sales every single week, you can't grow. But it is a marriage between the front end and the back end of the business because the ability to minimize U-turns and red lights on the back end of the business are going to determine how many customers you have to bring in on the front end of the business in order to actually yield growth. Okay. Number two, focusing on the three tiers of team. So you can build a million-dollar business with you and essentially a staff of two, okay? And you can have you and someone on the front end of the business and someone on the back end of the business, and then maybe some outside contractors or you know, specialists that support you. That's basically the model that I followed when I built my company to the million dollar mark for the first time, okay? I see so many people that are like, they, they're like eight people deep with a million dollar business, and it's like, that is never going to work because it's so inefficient and it's so ineffective. Uh, you don't need that many people. And then I see other people that are just hitting walls because they're underspending on team and they're under investing in team and they're just never gonna grow. Uh, they're just gonna burn out. So, you know, swinging the pendulum too far in either direction is not good for anyone. That said, as you are going into the multi millions, and especially if you are focused on building something that is 5 million, 10 million, or above. The three tiers of team are completely make or break, and if you don't get focused on those once you cross over the million-dollar mark and are merging uh, towards the multiple millions, you're going to run up a hill and slide back down, run up a hill and slide back down. And so what I see most people doing is at that point, they're adding lots of producers to their team, but they're not building management and leadership at the same pace that they're building producers. And what will happen in that instance is you will not be able to control the quality or the impact of what the producers are doing. And then basically the business will slide back and you're just constantly pushing a boulder up a hill. You think that if you just get more people doing, 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 that that's what's gonna drive growth. But the problem is, is that the people at the doing level need management they need leadership they need development i know a lot of people want to know what the difference between management and leadership is you know leaders are also managers but leaders have vision they they're providing strategic direction they're like really looking at the business from an elevated perspective of of overall performance whereas manager is really responsible for driving behavior metrics sops Uh, deliverables on a daily and weekly basis, and we we can talk more deeply on a different episode about that. But if you have aspirations of creating a self-led company, once you get to the million dollar mark, you really have to start thinking about the balance of producers versus managers and leaders. Otherwise, you will always be a babysitter. You will always be a babysitter. You will never have freedom in the business. You'll never close the freedom loop. I don't care how many producers you hire because people at that level need career development. They need structure. They need direction. They need feedback, right? That's our responsibility as leaders to provide that to them. So you better believe that if you don't have the right people in place that can deliver that, um, that you're going to be the one doing it, and that is that is not freedom, my friend. I'll tell you that. So I want you to think about those three tiers. The third big thing is simplify and then simplify again. Okay. So you know, the biggest thing that inhibits growth for small businesses is distraction. They're constantly working on a hundred different things, ninety nine of which can be eliminated and wouldn't really matter. And, you know, we all know Pareto's principle. We all know the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your activities. And as leaders, our job is to constantly, constantly come back to the 80-20 rule and say, you know, what is the 20% of our behavior that's actually working? How do we clear out the activity and the focus and the energy that is uh, on things that are not going to create results? How do you do that uh, so that you can simplify your focus? Because focus is power. Focus is how you drive scalable growth. Simplifying is how you create scale. And most people completely misunderstand this. No idea. But simplicity is how you create scale. For us going from seven to eight figures, why were we able to do that? Because we had ruthless, intense focus on our flagship program. Ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. One launch, one product, one focus. And the entire organization was rallied around that one thing. And so focus is power. Dilution kills growth. Scale is going to come from your ability to simplify. And literally to the point that the new workshop that I've been delivering this year, that I will continue to deliver through the rest of this year and into next year and probably into the next is scale with simplicity. And I know that that is not the sexy, flashy, exciting marketing lingo that most people wanna hear, and that's why I'm doing it. Because I wanna attract sophisticated thinkers that wanna build legitimate multimillion dollar companies that understand that it's not about tactic, it's about strategy. And that's who I want attending my launches. That is who I want joining my Empire Builders program. People that are critical thinkers that want to build a category of one business that truly want to understand how to implement the five core elements of scale. My next workshop for this is coming up on May 15th. I absolutely want every single person that listens to this show to be there. So how do you join? You can go to my Facebook group called Scale with Simplicity, and you can apply to join Uh, Fill out the application questions. A member of my team will accept you in the group and they'll go ahead and help you to get registered. That's the easiest way. Uh, Please notate in your application to join the group that you came here because of the podcast and we'll have a little special something for you. So again, scale with simplicity, May 15th, it kicks off. I want every single one of you to be there. We're going to put an opt-in link in the show notes down below as well as the link to the Facebook group where it's all going down. And these are the three things that you need to build in your company. I always say that scalable growth is gonna come when you zig, when everybody else zags. And while everyone else is out there chasing tactics and trying to do more, I'm here to tell you, I want you to do less. I want you to simplify, then simplify again. I want you to focus on the back end efficiency of your business. I want you to dial in your sales focus Obviously, using the live launch method, and I want you to make sure you're building a winning self-led team so that you can close that freedom loop. So one more time, make sure you join the Skill with Simplicity workshop. It is happening on May 15th. It's a nine-day workshop. It's an hour a day. Certainly, if you want to build multimillion-dollar growth in your company, you can find Uh, one hour a day. It's at 12 p.m. Eastern each day to join us to learn the five core principles that are going to set you up to create that big breakthrough. As always, if you got value from today's show, I would ask that you would share and tag me and uh, you know pass this episode on to someone that it can make a meaningful difference for because the stuff that we cover here, you can't really get anywhere else. So I'm asking your help, making sure we get it in the right hands.